Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 30 of the Dads on the Rocks podcast. I am, as always, your host, Freddie Moss. Today's guest uh, was mentioned in our last episode. He is the best friend of our previous guest, Mr. Joe Hernandez. He's a buddy of mine from high school that I'm really looking forward to catching up with. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Brandon Pointer. Brandon, why don't you say hi to everybody? Good evening, everybody. Um, as always, we begin with a toast. Today, I am having something from Burial Brewing Company, which is out of Asheville. Um, it is, I actually think I've had it on the show before. It's because there will always be something more IPA. It's a really, really good one. If you ever have anything from Burial, all their stuff is really good. Um, Brandon, why don't you tell everybody a little bit about yourself and start off with what you're having tonight? Yes, sir. I wish I had a taste buds for IPAs, but I'm just not that man enough. <laughs> Um, tonight I made myself uh, old fashioned, not too fancy. I don't smoke the glass. I'm not that good at it. <laughs> uh, it's, it's made. I made a knob Creek though. Smoked maple. It's one of my favorites. Nice. It's a bourbon whiskey. Yes, sir. But, um, I'm 35 years old. Uh, work as a firefighter EMT for Highlands County Fire Rescue. Uh, married almost six years. I've uh, been together for almost 10. I got, and I got three girls ages two, three, and four, two, three, and four, three under three from, from what I remember Joe saying. Yeah. At one point it was horrible. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> that sounds like hell. <laughs> like I, I, it, it, I've got like three, <laughs> yeah, I, I've got the, the two that are super close in age and they're three years apart. And I, two, three, and four, I have, I have no idea how you're surviving. I don't know how you're. I don't know, breathing. It, it's hectic, but we, we make it work. I mean, we we definitely, the first two, you know, obviously were on purpose. The third one was a surprise. Yeah. And yeah, I, I got a story for how how that went down. All right, well, <laughs> let's jump right into it. Let's 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 hear it. You want to go uh, the third one? <laughs> um, yeah, let, yeah, let's let's go for for the good one. Let's start start heavy right off the bat. Yeah. All right, heavy off the bat. All right, man. So obviously it was um they're actually at my what was it i think it was either a birthday party or we were at it was something for the kids right and and me and my wife obviously haven't you know had relationships in a while because she was pregnant she just had gave birth to the second one and um it was the first time we were alone probably i hate to say this man only like four months after <laughs> <laughs> Hey, sometimes that, that happens with pregnancies and stuff like that. Sometimes that happens. So that's, that's true. But you know, the last couple months that, you know, she was pregnant, you know, she, she was, you know, very high risk, you know? Mm -hmm. So it was, it was, um, it was different. So it was at least, you know, six to seven months, you know, when we haven't spent a long time together and it was the, the first time we got five minutes together and yeah. Um, yeah, that happened. And, but one night, a couple weeks later, I had two kids crawl on top of me playing, you know, the usual. And she comes storming in the room through her pregnancy test on my face. I said, this is your fault. <laughs> <laughs> it was horrible. <laughs> oh my God. This, so, all right. So I only have the two, the, the first one, my wife, I think I've mentioned this on the show before, my wife told her best friend prior to telling me, but we were actively trying, we were trying for another one. The second one was she like did a whole scavenger hunt for me. It was very cutesy. Like we weren't trying, it was an accident, but you know, you know, things happened. We wanted to, but it had just happened. So like it got a little less special as it went on. So I can't imagine <laughs> yeah. what, 
<laughs> so that's what a third pregnancy reveal looks like. Uh, this third. is your fault, you asshole. Uh, yeah, basically. I wouldn't change for the world in case you listen to this later in the future, but it's, yeah, it was, it wasn't planned. <laughs> so three girls and they're two, three, and four. Um, so I, mine are four and a half and one and a half. So like my oldest is a little bit older than yours. And my youngest is a little bit younger than your youngest. Um, <clears throat> I will say, well, two, three, and four, I guess mine's four and a half. So I guess they're probably around the same age, but is there anything like what kind of differences do you notice between the three of them? I mean, the three girls are, are they all very similar in, um, in their mentality or are they, do they have like different personalities or like, how are the three girls different? They are hundred percent different personalities. Um, my oldest one is like a diva princess. Um, cause she was the first child. I would say she was the most spoiled by the, the grandparents, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, my second one is more of a shy, but the sweetest sweetheart you would ever imagine. And my third one is just a monster. <laughs> she's just, she's, she's, she's a bully and she's, she's just, she's wild, a wild child. Well, do you think that's because of her age? Like, do you think that your older two were anything kind of like that? Or just because she's a two-year-old, like the terrible twos kind of thing, or is she, she just being a brat? No, I would say not brow wise. She's sweet, but she has two older sisters and they're rough on her. So she, um, but she still, she still starts the fights if it comes down to it, you know, like <laughs> just not even an hour ago, you know, we were hanging out in the living room after dinner and she was like self mosh pitting in the living room, you know, kids just hitting, kicking the other two, you know, and the other two were trying to dance. <laughs> she was just swinging She's her just around bows. with that angry, angry face. Yeah. The angry face, you know, like, who is this child? (laughs) I wonder if that's like a, like a natural thing. Like she's like the smallest of the bunch. So she needs to be the most aggressive to to stay like, to stay up with the crowd. You know know what I mean? I I think that's it because the more parents I talk to has a third kid. That's, that's more of a common thing for some reason. Oh really? Yeah. Like the third kid is just wild. You know, I mean, it's, I, I don't I don't know what it is because the other two are just sweethearts and she's she's a sweetheart. Don't get me wrong, she's great, <laughs> but she has a she has a she's a wild side to her. I can't even imagine what that would be like, but I'm I'm kind of glad <laughs> that I don't don't, get, don't have to experience. That. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm good with it. Like for now, like my oldest is at the age where she's all prince. She's doing her own makeup and stuff. Like in, yeah. in the morning, it's it's really really cool age, but my younger one drains me so bad. And like, he's just, he's at the, it's not his fault. He's just at the age where he's just constantly climbing things and, you know, falling. You should see his legs. It looks like heroin addict arms. And like, it's just like (laughs) covered in bruises. It's terrifying. He's just like getting up and falling and whatever, and getting into stuff, putting things in his mouth. And it's, it's, I'm at the age or sorry, he's at the age where he doesn't understand. No, he doesn't understand consequence. Like if you tell him, no, he doesn't know what that means. And if you tell him no and like smack his hand away, he still doesn't understand. He's like, dad's just being an asshole for no reason. So mm-hmm. it's, it's really difficult age for me because I'm trying to communicate with him and it's draining me because I'm getting frustrated and I don't have that extra time to play with my daughter. So like my, right. my patience is diminished like crazy because I'm not only, I remember having my daughter being this age and it wasn't as bad because I didn't have a second one. So that's one mm-hmm. of the things that I'm, I'm having trouble with right now is just, I don't have the energy anymore. I don't know if, cause I'm also older. I'm not as in shape as I used to be when, um, when she was that age. 
So it's a little bit of a, you know, thing that I'm, I'm trying to work through myself. And, and I, I think I can hundred percent relate. I feel like sometimes I'm, I feel a little harder on my youngest because you need patience, you need patience. And, and I learned too, you cannot react out of emotion. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's, that's one thing I learned that they taught me, you know, being a dad, you know, and I, I do notice I have less patience because the other ones are obviously easier to communicate and talk to and understand. And she obviously still is growing and learning, but I still, you know, tell myself, you know, take a breath, which funny. I said that my second one actually told me the other day, dad, take a breath. And it's, it's just, it brings the heart at the same time, you know, but it helps it's it can be frustrating but too yeah my um actually just today you know as my daughter is finishing up her dinner having dessert or something you know right after dinner as i'm putting dishes away she said daddy you're being a good dad right now and i'm like oh "Oh." that's awesome i'm it was such a good feeling but it also makes me so upset that she sees the other side of it too she sees me being upset and angry and having Mm -hmm. zero patience and like and like, I don't want her to see that side of it. I don't want my son to, to grow up with that either. Um, but I know like my patience is, is, you know, gone now because it's very difficult, especially like us moving and everything. We're out of our element. We've been very lucky, but it's also very trying, you know, moving. And, you know, Joe talk was talking about how he moved with the three boys, you know, yeah. just up and out like closer to you guys. Um, mm-hmm. But that's still a difficult thing with the small kids. And he had the three boys and as opposed to two, but it's difficult either way. Absolutely. Absolutely. We, um, actually we just moved into our new house. We built a house the past year and a half and, and we just been here about four months now. Um, but long story short is that's always been our dream to build a house. Nice. And yeah, when we got married, we bought a house actually across the street from, from one of the lakes up here and it's gorgeous, but it's on a busy road. So once we found out we got, you know, she got pregnant, um, we said, look, let's build a house. So we actually sold that house, moved into, um, actually a mobile home to save money, you know, and mm-hmm. get this done. And it all was rough and yeah. ourselves. And we built the whole, you know, four, three, you know, on some property, you know, I don't regret it now, but at the time I was like, what, what are we doing? Yeah. You know, it, it was, it was horrible. It was, it was absolutely horrible because every day I'd off, which I don't have a lot of is just, it was over here on the house. So yeah. Were you like was, questioning yourself? Like, did we make the right call? Cause, cause we, Oh, every day, every okay. day. How did you get over that? Honestly, like, cause I'm kind of like, not that I'm going through that right now. Like, I know we made the right call, like moving up here. Um, it's just like, I don't see so much of a change because mm-hmm. we moved from the heat to the heat essentially. Like right now, like we got like cooler weather and nice weather, but it's hot right now. So we're like, did we really move for very much? And I'm like, I'm at like a, a crossroads in my life with like my job and everything. So like I was, I had a pretty sweet deal down South and now I'm starting to, you know, I got to fight for some stuff now again. So like I'm, I'm having that like second guessing stuff, but I know that we made the right call, but like, how did you get over that? I got over that. Um, I looked at the the long goal. The long goal was have our own property, you know, and, and a bigger house with the girl has to have their own room. Um, and obviously I couldn't have done without with my better half, my wife, Yeah. you know, she, she's a big support, you know, um, we could never afford it a place like this with our jobs, you know? So that's, that's one of the reasons too, is, is this is going to be our forever home. Yeah. You know I mean, so, um, we took the chance right now and I don't regret it. It, it worked out. 
Well, now that you guys are in the house, what is it like for you? Cause we're like, we've been in the house like three months now. So we're like, you know, pretty similar to you guys um, for being in like your new home. Like, what is it like for you guys now? It's, it's night and day. I mean, the kids love being here. The last house we obviously had, the kids didn't like being in the house. Yeah. You know, I mean, we have such room to play. I mean, we have a side-by-side, the kids, we go rides every day, um, long walks around the property. I mean, it is, it is life-changing. You know, That's it's awesome. just a positive impact. Yeah, very positive impact on, on the girls and us, you know, at the very end of it. I feel like it, now that you're in the house, you might forget how how it used to be before. But like just thinking about that, I may may remind you just like, man, it, it was shitty before, but like we're we're in a good spot now. Yeah, absolutely. The risk was definitely wor- worth reward. Um, it was scary, you know, because obviously with the market and everything, we, we actually, I'm saying we lost money, but. I was expecting to gain money out of all this because mm-hmm. we did a lot of the work itself, but we didn't. And I, but I'm, I'm still happy with it. Good. You know what I mean? So I, I, I can't complain. Good. Yeah. Yeah. We, um, we luckily got into a house that we, we, we can't believe that we got, you know, the house that we got and we're, we're just, we're very aware of how lucky we are and how fortunate we are. So um, I, I can't like, and I remember Joe was saying how he, like they were doing a lot of their renovations and stuff to their house. And like you guys building your own house. I am not a handy guy. Like I like my toilet, I heard running <laughs> and I'm like, I have to burn the house down now. Cause I have no idea what to do. <laughs> um, but like, like, I can't even imagine doing all that stuff. Like it's, I'm, I wish that I was the dad that was that handy kind of guy. Like I can do a little things here and there, but I'm not that kind of guy that like can put two pieces of wood together. <laughs> yeah. I, and, and I wasn't either. I surprised myself, you know, I, I, it's because her dad helped so much and he's the handiest guy. I mean, um, but he knew so much and he had friends come in and they basically showed me what to do. And I did it. I mean, that, that's a lot of how it worked. Okay. And it was without all them, that would have been possible, but um, I learned a lot. I learned a lot. And would I ever do it again? Absolutely not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but I, I learned a lot. So it was, it was worth it in the long run. So I, I only have the one, but you have the three girls. So I wanted to ask you is, is life, I know you said that your youngest is a little bit more mosh pity, uh, which is awesome, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but um, is everything like princesses and unicorns and just everything pretty? Cause that's kind of how my, my girl is like, so I want to know, is it kind of like the same for you? You nailed it. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, these girls have every princess dress, I mean, and, and the worst, not telling the worst thing, because I enjoy it. I mean, but they change princess dresses 10 times a day, oh, you know, man. when one changes, the other one changes. And if there's a, a movie on with Cinderella, they all got to put Cinderella dress on. Oh, I mean, God. it's, it's, I mean, it's, it's fun. You know, it's, it's takes a lot of energy out of you, but it's, it's so enjoyable, man. Seeing them so happy like that, but it's all princesses. Their rooms are princess. <laughs> I mean, it's. Okay. No, I was going to say even today is because, you know, the girls are getting older, they're in the makeup, you know, and um, they got their own makeup and then, you know, of course, mommy's makeup. So I don't know the difference. So they're like, oh, daddy, you know, can we, can we do makeup? I'm like, all right, cool, man. That's of course, you know, I enjoy it. You know, it's there. It keeps them busy, you know? And so I think they grabbed the wrong makeup, <laughs> but anyways, I look like I was going to combat with Barbie after they got done with me. <laughs> it was just horrible. <laughs> oh man but i couldn't get this stuff off it was so bad i had to call my wife for the makeup remover <laughs> you're a good dad I, i'm still not i'm still not letting the, my daughter put makeup on me so good good on you 
you know, for the longest time, they never wear daddy's rule. You know what I mean? For the longest time, you know, just for the past like year, they really, you know, latched on to me, you know? So everything that they do with me with makeup or, or, you know, play house or play kitchen, you know, the dressing up, I, I take it all in and I yeah. love it, you know, cause before they, I was gone so much with work, you know, with COVID we were man, so much work. I didn't spend a lot of time at home and the house building, I was never home. Yeah. You know, and so since we're done with the house, plus my wife went back to work, you know, uh, and I, I love it so much what they, you know, all the, I'll take all the makeup in the world, man. It's, it's, it's worth it. <laughs> <laughs> worth it. And yeah, you're kind of getting that, um, you're finally getting, getting yours, like your, you know, daddy daughter time. Like my, yes. my girl was always like a daddy's girl. So I, I had never had to like, I was always the one like, daddy, will you come sleep with me? Or daddy, come, come to my room. Let's <clears throat> kind of thing. Like mm-hmm. I've always had that. Like she was a daddy's girl from the beginning, but now that she's getting into like makeup and jewelry and stuff, the pendulum is swinging back to the other way a little bit. Like she's still very much so like daddy's girl and everything. She's like, daddy, mm-hmm. I love you. And that just breaks my heart. Like, Oh, oh yeah. Too. Yes. But like, at the same time, she's like getting back to like she's going to mommy's side now a little bit, like putting on lotion after after showers and like makeup in the morning and jewelry and stuff. And she's getting into that like girly girl stuff, and daddy can't give mm-hmm. that to her. So she goes to mommy, which honestly, like it makes me sad, but it makes me so happy that my wife gets that time with her because she was always a daddy's girl. She never got that with with her, you know, when she was little. I mean, she did, but right. like not, she wasn't like the favored parent. Right. That's how my wife feels. She's so relieved that they're not, you know, um, smothering her anymore. You know yeah. I mean, like when they want cuddles, they ask for daddy now, you know, it's, it's it, everything's daddy, daddy. And then I, I, I can't get enough of it because they never, they never did that with me. You know what I mean? For, yeah. for two, three years, they, I was, I was, I was, they're all mommy, mommy, mommy. So it's. Yeah, now, did you get, get like, did you did that really like mess with you? Like when, when you were there the nights with that, you were, weren't working and you were there and they're like, no, I want mommy. Did that, did that mess with you a little bit? I, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. It did because it's actually depressing actually. Yeah. Um, when they, when I'd come home or something, like even when I come in the morning, you know, get off shift and they would have nothing to do with me. You know what I mean? Yeah. For, for a while, you know, it was actually very very depressing, you know. Um, it, it, I mean, I know it all changed, but yeah, it, it definitely messed with you a little bit because, I mean, I mean, again, I communicate with my wife, you know, about it, you know, and I mean, it. I don't know how it fixes it fixed itself. I mean, I think actually, you know, I think what happened is when my wife went back to work, they spent she spent less time with them, obviously, because she went back to work, mm-hmm. and I had more one on one time with them. That's that's what fixed it, you know. I was. I was more present, you know, and, and she wasn't there all the time. Right. That's, that's, I'm pretty sure that's now that I think about it. Yeah. That's what fixed it. Talking to your partner about like anything that you're experiencing or going through or like these difficult moments that are like, you're having trouble with communicate with them because if you have a good partner, Mm -hmm. they're going to listen and try and help. Uh, Or maybe that you don't want them to try and help just listen. And maybe that's all you need right then. And if, absolutely, if you're on the same wavelength, they may know that like 
my wife knows me that I'm the one to hear something and try and fix it. So she will tell me, I don't want you to fix it. Just let me bitch for like two minutes. And like, okay, like you need to tell me exactly what you want me to do. And that's all, (laughs) that's all you need to tell me. Like, let me know. Um, But it's awesome that you can communicate with your, with your partner. I think it's really important, especially like in a marriage, especially with like kids, um, how important that is. And I'm sure that your wife was like, well, you know, they're, you know, mommy's girls right now, but eventually it'll go back the other way when you spend more time with them or whatever the case may be. And I'm sure that is exactly what happened because that's exactly what I told my wife. Exactly. No, you're 100% right on that. And then I agree, 100% communication. You know, I, and I live by trust, respect, and 100% communication. And it's, that's, that's my three biggest things with my wife. And it's, it's worked so much ever since. You know, so it's, I 100% agree. Good. Good. Now, I know that you have a whole lot of princess, unicorn, stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. Do you ever get like boy time, like to where your wife is saying, okay, you have, had makeup on you all morning go out and go fishing or whatever like i i like i, I we haven't talked in a while so i don't know what your hobbies are and we'll find out yeah yeah but um do, do like <laughs> does your wife ever see like go and do your thing like have, do you ever have, get some like guy time I, I do um once in a while like a blue moon maybe once a month once a month uh, me and the guys after work in the morning we'll we'll go play golf you know and we're not even good at it we just go drink beer you know and have fun to get together that's really the only reason we go um no but she she's all for it man she's anytime that i feel like i need to add part about it is because i feel guilty is since me and my wife don't spend a lot of time together you mm-hmm. know since i work she works um if i have free time i really want to spend it with her you know that's that's the only 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 downside to it yeah um but it's it's funny you was it oh crap actually you know what happened just before you called me <laughs> Um, there's this thing my buddy used to do. He used to call me, right? And he used to tell me, Oh, I need help, man. My my truck broke down. I'm stuck. I need help pulling out or I ran out of gas. And that would be the key to, hey, come drink a beer with me. Yeah. <laughs> he actually called me about 10 minutes before we started this whole conversation. <laughs> I'm like, no, I can't right now, man. But the, but my, my wife caught on like two times after that. She caught on and she knew. She's like, go have a beer. Go ahead. She's so cool, man. She lets me do whenever I need time. You know, and to get away, she she hundred percent lets me get away. Yeah. You know, so it's I have no problem doing that. It's just finding time to do it. You know, so that's it. Yeah, as we get older, the our time to ourselves is diminishing quickly. Well, kind of like how you mentioned, just like going out for a beer last weekend. Um, we had some time, like free time, when the baby was like just went down for a nap, and we didn't really have anything to do. And I'm like. I, I don't want to just sit around in the house and just wait for him to wake up and just wait for him for that. And she's like, well, do you want to like go out for a while? And I'm like, yeah, I kind of want to go and explore this new town and like hit a couple of the breweries, see what else is, you know, see what's here for us to do. And she's like, go have fun. And I'm like, are you, are you sure? Are you okay with this? She's like, yeah, go like <laughs> yeah. me and me and Allie, my daughter will, will play animal crossing for a little bit. I'll close my eyes on the couch while she plays or, you know, we'll do something. Just go. It's fine. So like, it was like an hour and a half, but it was so, so needed. And I'm like, I'm very appreciative that she recognized that and she saw that. And at the same time, like, I know that she needs that sometimes too. Like, right. he's like, I want to go get, get my hair done or my nails. And I'm like, go, please go. I, no worries. I got to go and enjoy. 
absolutely. I say take take whichever card you want. Go yeah. get, do whatever you want to do. Go <laughs> shopping. I just do whatever you need to do. Absolutely. Yeah, she needs the same exact, you know, get away just like we do, 100%. Yeah. yeah. And I think that it's important, like, for, for both of us to... And I think that it's important for us to have that time away because, yes, you do want to spend that time together, 100%. But you it's very important to have that alone time away, even if, and not just like driving in the car on the way to work. If you have a commute, like I got a 30 minute commute or whatever. And that's nice. Like I get to listen to a podcast by myself. I don't have to listen to princess stuff or whatever my wife wants to listen to in the car. I get like that time, but you need like, that's going to work that it doesn't really, it's not the same. You need that alone time. Even if it's just for a little while, it's very important for your own mentality. And that's another thing that I've been learning lately is your own mental health is something that we don't really take into effect or take into consideration. And it's more important than we give it credit for. Right. Absolutely. Well, as I said, I haven't gotten to talk to Brandon in a long time. We were, I mean, we were cool in high school. We never really ran with the same crowds, but we were like kind of there kind of, you know, we were friends, but we never like, you know, called each other. That's the best way of describing like knowing a lot of people in high school, we were cool. We were friends, but we never really called each other. Like we were, it's a different kind of friendship, especially in Cooper city where we grew up. Yeah. What is it that you do now for when you get that time to yourself, whether it's, you know, an hour or a day or, you know, your wife takes the kids for an entire weekend. If you have that time, what is Brandon's time filled with? Like, is it, you know, hunting? Is it four-wheeling? Is it fishing? Like, what's your thing that you do for your own time? That That's tough, man, because as, as bad it probably sounds, it used to be video games, but obviously I, I have horrible internet and I can't do it no more. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, um, like this right now, this, this is what I'd be doing. I'll be having a nightcap, relaxing, maybe watching a, a TV show, you know, um, with the wife. Um, it would be four-wheeling, um, going to the trails. I got a few buddies I meet up with out here. You know, um, drink some beer, have a have a fire. Um, since Joe moved up here, me and him been doing that often. You know, nice. we get together. I go to his house, or he goes to my house. We we'll have a little bonfire. You know, just chit chat, catch up. Um, Do his boys enjoy playing uh, with your girl, girls and vice versa? Oh, 100 percent. They they ask me every day. Hey, can we go see JoJo? I mean, Aww. they they get so well. I mean, he has great kids, and my kids are all right. You know, so <laughs> not they get along so well. And plus the toys he has over there, I only have one big toy, but they have the four wheelers and go-karts and her boy his boys takes my girls on rides, you know, and they enjoy it so much. Uh-huh. So yeah, they it's a good time. That's awesome. Yeah. But but now and then and I just I'm just tired to tell you the truth too. So if I do have time, I might be taking a nap. Yeah. <laughs> which is a very good way of spending that time, which is totally fine. <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs> you know, what helps me too is, um, cause I know the kids can get rambunctious, you know, they're out of control, um, especially having three different ages. Um, I learned is, I don't know if you, I don't know if you have an experience, but you ever redirect, you know, if they are focused on something, they're, they're crazy get their attention i actually redirect them to a different let's say like today they're jumping on the beds they're running around they're racing around and i i said all right let's do psych science experiments you know i got mm-hmm. the water out i did the play-doh and all that stuff and I, I redirect that when i learned how to do that that helps me so much 
you know, from getting mad or saying, don't do that crap, you know, and that's, yeah. that it, it, it does, that was changing for me a lot, you know, redirection is, has, has really helped me. It's just basically when your, your kids doing something bad or you're not supposed to, to do, they're not supposed to do instead of getting angry at them and yelling at them and hollering and all that change. Right. And, but yeah. the, the biggest thing for me is just to remembering to not get mad and just yes fix the problem. Yes. That's that's where I have the biggest problem is instead of just getting right. mad and yelling at what's going on, just try to yeah. fix it. Like and and go somewhere yeah. else with it. Like they're you know taking a hammer to the tile and just breaking things. Well, instead of doing that, yeah. let me go jump on the trampoline. Okay, let's go do that. Yes. Like just very very simple fixes. <laughs> <laughs> I have one of those too. Yeah, that, that's that's another point. Is never react out of emotion, man. That's I I my, my, one of my one of my biggest regrets is you know which I I can still feel myself feeling that way is getting so mad at one of the kids who was one of my oldest and she's I mean obviously she hurt she did something pretty bad you know she hurt my youngest you know in a pretty bad way and mm-hmm. obviously I spanked it you know mm-hmm. what I mean and but that feeling afterwards is just horrible you know you shouldn't have done that you know you, you just you feel horrible about reacting when you're emotional you know yeah. i just but that's i learned from that that's that's that was huge for me so i gotta remind myself every day don't do that that that's something that like i personally struggle with and i think that a lot of people that yeah. um may listen to the show probably also deal with that too um what did you do to or if anything that you remember to not react out of emotion is it that you just are a little bit more chill all the time what is it because i'm a very emotional person if something bad like i just yeah. snap react and it's normally bad it's not usually in, in a good like they don't like say please and thank you and i'm like let's go get ice cream like that's it doesn't work yeah. like that it's usually like the angry right. and the bad stuff so is there anything that you did to fix that because that would honestly help me because like i'm still trying i'm battling with that myself what i did honestly i took a breath that's i know i mentioned earlier but take a breath and usually when i look at that kid that did something wrong she's staring at me like she knows she did something wrong yeah you know so she knows just i take a breath man and i I just talk to him i talk instead of acting or you know getting physical like that just talk you know see what she says because you know she's she's enough to, to communicate pretty well you know, and just, I sit her down and I, I, I basically get the full story of what's going on. Um, and I know she did wrong. And I ask her, you know, she did wrong. She's like, she tells me she did wrong. All right. Well, and I, I still do timeout. It works for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and my dad voice still petrifies them. Mm-hmm. I might work. Some people might not, but when I get my dad voice on, they know something serious, you know, yeah. and they, they straighten up, you know? So I hope that never goes away, but, <laughs> but it's, it's still works for me, but I, I learned just to chill out, man. I take a breath and just let that, you know, it's, it's, it's almost like anger, you know, but that, that emotional feeling, let it just let it go away for a minute, man. And just take a minute and, and, and do what you got to do. But I mean, I'm not saying a kid doesn't deserve to get spanked, you know, but just, no. And, and, and I know, like, I don't think spanking is the way to go. Like, that's not how I want to discipline right. my kids at all. Um, I've never spanked my daughter ever. Um, like I've slapped hands, like, like they're reaching for the stove. Like, no, that's hot. It's going to burn you. Ouchies. No, ow. 
Um, but like, I remember when I was young and my kids did, or sorry, my, uh, my older brothers did something. I don't even know what it, it, I don't know if it was got bad grades in school or they did something really bad. I don't really know, but I remember walking out of my room hearing crying and my two older brothers were getting the belt from my dad mm. because it was, yeah. I mean, it was a different time back then. It was like early 80 or right. sorry, late eighties. It was, you know, a different time. But, um, I remember I was such a good kid because I never wanted to have that happen to me. Like I, w- I was like an angel compared to anything that they did because I, I was petrified of my father and I, I don't want my kids to be like that with me. And there's sometimes when I, when I do things and when I say things that I see like that angry dad that I used to have, like my dad was there in like speaking through my mouth and I'm like, that's got to change. I don't want to do like that and nothing against my dad. It's just, I I don't want to be like that angry dad or, you know, that, I mean, I want to drop the hammer when it needs to be, but I don't, I don't want to be that angry guy. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I don't believe it. I did it once and yeah. I regret it. So I just I don't want to do that again. I know something that we were talking about off camera was where dads on the rock stemmed from is I was telling you how dads don't really have a support system of when we're having trouble with something, it's not really okay to reach out to another dad. And I kind of wanted to fix that. It's, it's absolutely okay to reach out to another dad or anybody else to talk about things and, you know, say, you know, are you okay? Is everything all right? Cause a lot of times things aren't. So, um, I know you wanted to mention something about that. So go ahead. Yeah. I just want to, you know, just quickly jump on it. Um, I mean, in the fire service, it's tough because you bring a lot of stuff home, you know, and, and you can't do that, you know, and you need someone to talk to. Um, I came up with a thing, me and my buddy, it's, it's, I just call it tailgate buddy. I know it probably sounds silly, but it's something, you know, if me and my buddies have a problem, you know, we sit on tailgate, have a beer or two and we discuss it you know you can't let that stuff build up um it'll affect your you know your work life your personal life and uh, it, it could really ruin you you know and it'll it'll uh freddie you know i think it's awesome what he's doing um i know he mentioned that he'll talk to anybody if you need to reach out i mean if you guys want to talk to him i'll, I'll put, give myself out there you want to talk to me you know just don't just don't let it build up you know whatever everybody's going through different problems you know and just just feel free. Don't, don't be shy. You know, you're not doing anything wrong. You know, it's okay to feel the way you guys are feeling. Just, you know, we're men, you know, we're, we're, you know, said, you know, we're supposed to be, you know, strong and, and all that. And just, you'd be surprised how many guys out there, you know, have a lot of stuff going on. Thank you very much, Brandon, for being on uh, the show today as my guest today. There's a lot of value in, uh, the tailgate buddy. Um, I, I really think that that's very in line with where the dads on the rocks podcast stemmed from um, just being able to reach out to other dads. But I always give my guests the opportunity to have the last word. So if there's any last words for any of our listeners, let's hear them. 
Okay, thank you again, Freddie, for having me. Um, I'll say cheers. Uh, cheers to the good times and the bad times. Uh, your kids won't be young forever, and you won't be around forever. So be patient, enjoy life. To you, Brandon. To everybody out there, cheers. Cheers. Good night, Daddy.